Hey, Kathy. Hey, Stacy. Are we GHing? Please. Woo! All right. We're still in season 60. This week, we're doing episodes 216 to 220. And for spoilers, I have chosen no big deal because... Controversy. Well, oh, ooh. Okay, well, here's my reasoning uh, for debate. I I figured it was no big deal because nothing really new happened, but people did tell other people things that should have told them long ago. Let's get into those happenings. Do it. My number one happening is the telling, and it revolves around Ava and Sunny. Mm -hmm. It touches a lot of people, so... Ava brings Sunny over to interview Betty, the new caregiver, nanny. nanny. And I'm not sure how long Sunny was standing outside the door, but it was so fast after Betty slapped Ava. I was like, it's not, he's not going to believe it. Please, please, please. He's not going to believe it. And sure enough, he, he went after her. Who is this person? What do they have on you? What are you not telling me? Yeah, he totally finally saw through Ava's, oh, everything's fine. And thankfully, yeah, she told him everything. Loved, loved that. And that actress, she is great at flipping her emotion. Betty, like all sugary, sweet, and then like insta bitch. Like her facial expressions (laughs) show it all. Like insta bitch i did like the second that person walks out the room she has got the snarkiest bitchiest face i have ever seen and like they don't even have to be out of the room she'll just turn around and it'll be a completely different human staring out of her face Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i uh loved it it was fantastic and here's another thing and i this is going to be a running theme for me the whole the whole episode there was so much genuine conversation this week long overdue genuine conversation with two intelligent human beings so when as ava's telling sunny all of this stuff it's like everything oh she just she played it so well it was it was excellent and the comment i made and we can get into this later is that this is the first week of the of the new writing and it's not so much that the writing is that much better or worse but all of a sudden the actors are on there like a plus genuine acting game yeah and they're being given opportunities to have conversations that we've long wanted and i am convinced and you cannot convince me otherwise that that the the people that are writing listen to our podcast because nearly all of my dreams came true this week as if I had written it. And in fact, there were moments when Stacey did write lines and said it before the actor said it. So either we're savants or they are listening. Are you listening? Or possibly we're future scab writers. I don't know. It's very bizarre (laughs) what's happening here. 
Yeah, it was glorious. I just, I loved it. I loved hearing Sonny's reaction because we talked about it last week. Sonny's not upset that Ava killed Nicholas. Overdue. Congratulations to you. He's upset that Avery's in the middle of all of this and he doesn't like Ava or her mom being threatened. And he's reacting like Sonny does, which is frankly what all I've just been waiting for. So I'm excited to learn who's pulling Mason's strings, which is another thing that Sonny keyed into right away. It's not about Mason, Ava. It's about whoever's pulling their strings. And really, Austin knows also. So if he can't figure out who's pulling Mason's strings, he can put Austin in a meat locker and be tortured. And wouldn't that be fun? Like, can we get back to like fun Austin? Because I just, I feel like whatever Sonny has planned is going to put Austin out there as some sort of bait. And then we could get some high pitched squeals from that man. And maybe I'll like him again. I don't know why that's essential to me liking him, but it is. I'll just go with it. Yeah. He he really became a likable person and then flipped on like, like Betty, like just out of nowhere, just became a manipulative dickwad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully we get him back as a better character. Apparently I have the vocabulary of an eighth grade boy. I'm just going to put that out there today. Hey, they would be very, that's complimentary to eighth grade boys. Um. All right. My happening. I wish there was a drum roll, please. Um, Lulu. 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 Did you see Lulu's feet? I wish we could see Lulu's face, but Lulu's feet are enough. Lulu's coming back, obviously. Obviously. So Dante brings Charlotte to the hospital to visit Lulu because Laura's often, and we'll get to that, Chechnya. And Dante shows a lot of emotion, missing her. Charlotte weeps about starting school and being afraid to even tell her friends that her mom is in a coma. Tragic. So... Lulu's coming back. Please, 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 if anyone's listening, make it the OG Lulu. So my favorite thing watching that scene was Kathy has it like five steps planned out, like like we're playing chess. She's like, well, obviously Lulu's <laughs> going to wake up. Obviously Sam and Dante are going to be engaged because, of course, Lulu has to interrupt their wedding. Of course. And Hello. <laughs> I was dying. Yep. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, do you think... Oh, wait, I should probably put this in musings. I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to hold on to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, your turn. <sighs> I'm struggling on this one, but I think I'm going to go with Cody and Sasha. Mm, good call. They're tied together, even though they didn't happen together, but... Cody basically checks himself out of GH against medical advice and nearly collapses in Sam and Dante's living room, interrupting an awesome, awesome scene with them. And he's just like, I'm so worried about Sasha. Gladys is evil. And it takes a while. And he like basically passes out on the couch. And Kathy was very afraid that Sam and Dante were going to have sex right behind the couch. <laughs> Cody passed out on it. I was dying. I was like, mm, well, is it that kind of okay? Um, luckily, they did not. Because thankfully, that would have been awkward for poor but Cody. Also, I mean, 
it's we probably could have split this up. But in the meantime, we see Sasha in Ferncliff. Is that what it's called? Those scenes were so hard to watch. I felt so badly for her. But you Kathy's honestly first... had the best line. Oh, Kathy's first comment is, they didn't let her wash her face. It's been days. Yeah, she's got eyeliner on. Let the woman wash her face. Jesus. And she is... She's terrified. She doesn't remember what happened. And she's strapped to the bed. She is strapped down. Nobody will tell her what's going on. And Gladys has started gaslighting her, mm-hmm. telling her that she's just imagined conversations with Sunny and Maxie and Lucy, that it didn't really happen. And it is so evil. And the doctor is participating. Maxie comes to visit and Gladys is like, oh, the doctor won't allow visits. And Maxie's going to bully her way in. And Gladys is actively working against Sasha. Mm-hmm. Before she could have, I was still, she was unredeemable. But now she is actively working in the disinterest of Sasha. And putting and, her in danger. Yeah. She doesn't know what this guy's done to her and she leaves the room. That's not a and, mom. No. And Sasha, as messed up as she is right now it clicks for her and she says i was improving so much until you got involved and gave me those drugs and so that's when stacy has the best line because you were like okay great sasha's gonna save herself which we don't see often enough and i got very excited and then and and then then he injected her iv with a sedative doesn't mean she still can't save herself because Sonny's going to come visit her and he is going to murder people. Well, and meanwhile, you know, when we go back to the Sam, Cody, Dante thing, Cody comes clean with Dante. So Sam, Sam is like, okay, I have, look, that whole, like what you were referring to is such a cute scene because it was Dante and Sam just being a cop and a detective doing cop and and detective things. Normal people in their home. In love with each other. And it was just Sam didn't have shoes on. I have never seen her not wear five inch heels and she is barefoot with her pajamas hiked up. It was awesome. And she was putting pieces together and they were actively discussing like, how does Gladys know Selena? How does this happen? How does Cody? And so when Sam leaves and Cody comes clean with Dante during that scene, that was another, I was like, finally, Cody, Jesus. You could have done this a week or so ago, and maybe this wouldn't have happened with Sasha because Dante would have talked to Sam and they could have put some pieces together. Well, and Cody was very clear. He was like, she told me she would murder me if I told anyone. So my life is in your hands. Yeah, that was a great line. But so now either Sonny's going to kill Gladys or Cody's going to kill Gladys or Sam and Dante are going to come in and put all the pieces together and ream that doctor a new one. But somehow that doctor to is going to have his head cut off. Yeah. I need, I don't, I, Gladys can be thrown into the gutter for all I care. I don't need her to die. I, I need her to suffer, but I need I, that doctor to be dead. Agreed. I mean, it sounds really violent and we're not violent people. I just want to put that disclaimer. <laughs> this is out where there. we get to express our violence. <laughs> These are imaginary characters. So happily. <laughs> Anyways, um, that was a good one, Stace. I think the only one left that was like really a 
bigger deal other than just like my love for the library scene, which we'll get to in musings, but is the Portia Curtis situation. Oh, that is not what I thought you were going to pick. Okay. Well, I feel like it was all contained in this week. And I just, I feel like some of, some of the drama has been diminished, uh, but we'll see if it comes back. But basically Curtis in his, you know, in his struggles with what he's facing, not being able to walk really does start to hate himself, hate the situation he's in lashing out. Yeah. And he goes angry back and tells Portia, he can't forgive her again for, you know, and, and, you know, he's right. He did miss years of being able to walk and take Trina for walks, et cetera. But, but it's also like he's just really, really struggling. So Portia breaks down. And it's very much his ego too, right? It's very, um, not that I, I don't have sympathy or empathy or any of it, but his driving factor in his mind is that he doesn't want anyone's pity. Right. And he keeps saying that. As if he's going to shrivel up and not be able to do anything. Anyways, that was also kind of hard to watch because it doesn't feel like Curtis. But regardless, Finn comes in and tries to talk a little bit of sense in him. And then Liz has a separate discussion with Portia and she's like, you're oh going to have to. The Finn and Portia conversation. It was so awkward. So fun to watch. Yeah, because Finn is so out of his element. And he like secretly texts Liz, like, you have to come, SOS. Like, I can't do this by myself. He walks in and Portia's sobbing and he's like, do I have to go in this room? Okay, I probably have to go in this room. Like, <laughs> It was cute. It was cute. But it, it was, was nice. Genuine. Yeah. So, so, you know, thankfully, and I was like thinking, who's going to bring Curtis out of this? I was thinking it was going to be Trina. I think you were thinking it was going to be Marshall, but it turns out to be Finn. And thankfully, it can't be Drew. Uh, yeah, sadly. But thankfully, Trina saw none of this because finally, at the very end, Portia just basically walks back in and says, I'm your wife. You're coming home. Here's some pamphlets. Read this instead of the crap on your phone. And let's get serious about this. And so it just felt much better by the end of the week. But it was a bit of a roller coaster in the middle part. That's all I got. Are we let's ready about for fashion? fashion? Yeah, let's do it. You go first. Brooklyn and Chase went on a date and Brooklyn finally looked appropriate for her lovely self. She was not dressed in a bag. She did not have ruffles or giant poofy sleeves or whatever other crap they've been dressing her in for the past 12 months. She looked amazing. I completely agree. That scene was so cute, but she really looked that that dress was beautiful. I have Ava's pink silk shirt on Friday's episode because holy crap, that was beautiful. Finn and Liz go on a dinner date and she looks awesome. She's been really rocking it lately. Yeah. I loved Sam's pajama pants. They were cute. And maybe I just liked it because we don't get to see her casually dressed like that, but it was really cute. Portia's blue dress with the white flowers, which I think are lilies. And I spent a good 25 minutes scouring the internet for that dress and could not find it. So please somebody find it and send it to me. I might have to purchase it. I will definitely post it. <laughs> um, and the, the only other thing I had was how great Carly looked. 
Yes. I had Carly too. She's wearing this, what looks like the world's softest blazer ever while she's working at Kelly's. And that's actually what I thought you were going to choose for your last happening. That's a big musing for me. Cause I'm just like, I have questions about it, but, um, but yeah, she looked that, that color blue and the white shirt, like Nina's rocked that look. Um, I've seen it mostly on Nina and Carly, but it's really pretty. It's a nice combination. Oh, I also liked Portia's casual look. She is never rocking the casual look. And she was mm-hmm. just wearing like a long sleeve white t-shirt and some black, possibly scrubs. She looked great. And even though I only saw it for a minute, and of course, Kathy had active hatred, Nina's black dress when she interacted with Carly was also great. Yeah, flames were shooting out of my eyes as Nina had any conversation this week. But, you know, we'll get to that. All right. Musings. Do you have any thoughts? (laughs) I always have thoughts. So I'm not exactly sure how Carly basically being gifted Kelly's helps her find $5 million, but she's excited about it. She's turning it around. She's going to redo the apartments, update some things at Kelly's. It's heartbreaking because she's on the phone with Bobby, which we know is not really a thing. Yeah. Or maybe it was at the time. I don't know when these No. Yeah, it can't be now. It can't be. Right, but it's not like they filmed it yesterday. No, but I just, I think they're, I think this is something that they're building toward, I think you to be would, honest. I think you're right, because otherwise we would have heard, at least heard her voice or they could have shown her, like, interacting. Mm-hmm. But I like where Carly's going. She's she's kind of finding a purpose which she's needed. Yeah, I do. Same as you. It was just a question in my mind, like, how is this going to save her? Because that conversation with Nina was really powerful. It was like, I am going to get everything you took from me back. And I had a question, like, does that include Sunny? Like, it can't, right? She wasn't referring to that. So... And it could just be her status, you know, her, just her, it could just be money at this point. Could be. Yeah. And Nina was like, is that a threat? And she's like, maybe, maybe it's just my life mantra. I loved it. That was a great conversation. I have two comments. One, I really loved all the romances this week. The Chase in Brooklyn scene, the fact that he opened up his, like, he was like, I'm willing to break the rules for you. It was just, it was really sweet. The Liz Finn date scene was cute. It was great. Mm-hmm. The fact that they were both looking at their phone is great. Very real. We did cringe with Joss and Dex, and I'm not sure why we were mm. so against it. I've other than it. I blacked that out, and now you've brought it back. Other than it just seems forced and overly sexual for them. Yeah, it's not right. The awkward touching of the ice cube. I, I can live without it. Okay. And then my other comment is. That oh, I also they're... was not interested in the Willow and Michael sort of romance. It just seemed overly expositional. Okay. Well, I and blocked that out did too. Not now I have to remember the it. story forward. Agreed. I also loved all the authentic conversations this week. The little, the little things make it work for me. Like when Liz talks about how much she misses Cameron. It doesn't have to be long, but like those kinds of comments make me like Liz again. You know, she becomes less of 
a person only dealing with her like trauma and more of like she became a mom again right then, you know, especially as she was trying to figure out like where Jake was and where Violet was. It was just, it was great. Curtis's struggle conversation was very real. And then the whole conversation between Molly and the Davis sisters. And that's something else that we've been asking for. And we got in spades this week. Although we were screaming when Sam and Dante were talking about Molly's accident. We're like, did we miss something? Like we did not. Yeah. We were like, why are they acting like we know what it is? But then they told us later, but I was like, it's got to happen. I'm, I'm, I cannot let this go. I know. I feel like, with, and I just asked Stacy. I was like, did the actress really hurt her foot? And they had to come up with some reason why she would be in a boot? Like, I don't know. But by the way, we both really like the new Molly and the new Christina. And the whole vibe is working now completely well for the three of them. Yeah, they they did a good job of getting past that, like, really angry hump with the Davis sisters that was really hurting me and Kathy's heart. Yeah. And they're back. And the other thing that's back is the Sonny's kids interaction is back. Frickin' we had Christina calling Michael bro and Joss hugging Avery and saying, this is my little sister. Thank you for that. They're all over the place. Can they not just have sibling moments? It's I loved it. It was great. There was a lot of Spencer and I don't like where that went. I don't like, I mean, so I gasped apparently. And, um, when Trina came over to see Spencer and he was like, I know what we can do for your mom. And I went, and Kathy's like, what? (laughs) I thought he was going to break up with her. Um, And um, instead, he's like, your mom doesn't want us together. So they're now keeping a secret after as much bullshit as Trina talked about, about keeping secrets. I just, what is with that family and their hatred of secrets and their absolute requirement of having them? I just, it's very weird. Yeah. And that whole ending scene with Esme and Ace where she's like, well, you know, I may have to take drastic steps. So we're not alone. Oh, Esme. You're coming oh. back. What have we not talked about? Somewhere in Chechnya. There we go. <laughs> I'm so excited. That's the other thing we asked for was somewhere in Chechnya. And we got it. I swear to God, when it came on the screen, both Stacey and I were like, ah. It was awesome. To be fair, it did not say somewhere, but it's fine. It, it, it might as well It have. was there. It was yeah. there. It was, it was fantastic. It was a really short but awesome scene with Laura Valentine and some random dude saying he bought this house, but they have the deed like, and they just let him leave. And I was very confused by that. Yeah. And he hates the Cassidines. So I don't know where that's going to go. Somewhere exciting. I know I can't wait. And we did get what I had promised us was the Drew and Cyrus library scene. And it was very confusing and it's hard to understand like what is happening because this, this guy comes in to threaten Cyrus, which we know is the same guy that works for Cyrus. So yeah. what kind he, of like, game is Cyrus Spencer? playing? Yeah. It took us a while to figure out who he had messed with before. And then Kathy's like, his name is book. Why is he disparaging the library books? 
Did I say that? I don't remember that. I don't think you said disparaging, but you're like, his name is Book. Why does he hate the books? Uh, so that was cool. And then, of course, we got to see Felicia as super grandma. And the expressions on those children's faces were gold. Georgie's face especially. But James was also extraordinarily cute as they had their the argument. Georgie. Yeah, she was very good. The, I think it's, was it the same Charlotte or a new Charlotte? Because the Charlotte actress was phenomenal, too. Well, I don't know if it's the same Charlotte as when they had her come for a minute to be with Valentine like a couple of months ago, because that was a new Charlotte. And that's the only time we've seen Charlotte recently. And it did not stick out enough into my mind. So I don't know well, if Charlotte is new good. or not. But for oh, sure, it's a new Georgie. We forgot Terry and Yuri exchanged keys this week. That was a really cute scene and they, they got to cute. kiss. It was great. And Yuri is freaked out about... Laura and Valentine. He's very upset. Well, and so, okay, that scene. Oh, wait. Yeah, because that scene came before the somewhere in Chechnya scene. Way before. And they weren't connected properly. But it was also like he was very concerned for them. But when we go to somewhere in Chechnya, they're just standing in a house. There was no danger. So I really feel like the writers were listening to our podcast and just gave us like a throwaway scene so we could get you know, somewhere in Chechnya. That's what I'm firmly going to believe. <laughs> and if they are, we would love to deep dive into your brains. Um, feel free to interview us. We'll give you some thoughts. I, or the only other, versa. Oh yeah, I know that. That's your, it's what Stacy says. No, she's, she's more accurate. Stacy, did you know that Ava's Butler's name is Giles? Why is I heard that, that. Why is that and so phenomenally important and accurate? I I really don't know. The only Giles I know is the Giles that was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I know. But when she was like, thank you, Giles, I was like, oh, my God. Of course, that would be the butler's name. And we still don't have the great cop's name that was helping Dante find the dead body. Did we talk about that? Dex finds a dead body. Yeah, because Sonny had Dex call it in to the cops. That was part of the whole trailing Austin. And then finds the dude that was blackmailing them dead because Mason makes his own luck. That's what he said to Austin. That's what he said? He's like, lucky for us. And he's like, because I make my own luck. And then we flip to a scene where Dex is finding a dead body. Well, your luck's about to run out. Sonny's on to you, Mason. You're dead. All right. Well, I'm excited. It was a great week. I was worried because of the whole writing thing, but they must have planned out some episodes and it's going phenomenally, guys. Now I'm just going to assume they listen. (laughs) Why not? Why not? So more of Barefoot Sam interacting with Dante. Oh, there was the whole scene where Charlotte was telling Dante it makes her sad that their house is empty. Oh, yeah, which makes me wonder. I was like, does Dante still own that house? And then is that where Lulu's going to live when she comes back and we finally be able to go back to that house? Because it was a cute little house. I don't know that I've ever been in that house. Stacy, you have so much to look forward to. And so do the rest of us. Thank you for listening to us as always. Absolutely. Wait, before you go, oh. if if you feel like it and you really want to, drop us a review because it super helps us. 
and um, reach out to us if you feel like we missed something or got something wrong or even just you want to chat about something. Or if you just have, you know, hey, what if you guys tried this? Or I like this, but I don't like this. We may not change, we're, but we'll we listen to you. We not change, but we're totally open to conversation. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Have a great week. Bye. <laughs>